Hey, Tony, today on Paladin Financial Talk, we're going to talk about the Biden tax plan. Must we, Jeff? Yeah. This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley. Welcome and thank you for joining us for this week's Paladin Financial Talk. This is Jeff Foley with Paladin Financial. And in today's show, we're going to talk about the Biden tax plan and uh, what that might mean to everyone listening in and corporations and the world beyond. And uh, if we go back to the uh, 2020 presidential campaign, such fun we had with that. Uh, there was a lot of talk about COVID and vaccines and the pandemic. And, you know, obviously that was the main focal point. But despite that, there are other pressing political issues that have to be addressed. And Biden's tax plan, his proposal, is probably the biggest political and economic issue that we're going to see in the next several months, unless something comes out of left field. So in today's show, we're going to be spending some time breaking down the plan and most importantly, how it might impact you, your wallet, your overall financial strategy. What do I do about this stuff that's being proposed? But before we jump into all of that, I want to welcome Mr. Tony Shore and thank you for joining us here again this week, Tony. Well, yeah, great to be here. And you know what? As long as taxes are, aren't going to go up, I think I'll be fine. Oh, yeah. wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't have that sound bite, but I should. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so, well, yeah, this is interesting because, wow, there's a lot being proposed and there's a lot being spent. So the money has to come from somewhere. I mean, we've spent six, about six trillion on stimulus packages over the last uh, year or so, and now uh, looks like Biden's talking about another six trillion total in spending, uh, in proposed plans, and his tax plan uh, is an interesting one. So it'll be good to know what's in here, I think, for people, so they can be somewhat prepared. Um, and I, I'm really excited to talk about it, honestly, because. I think it's important to understand what might be coming down the down the the tracks or the pike, whatever they whatever the kids today are going down something. Yes. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So, Jeff, how have you been? Very good. Yes. Had have had a excellent week so far. And last week we were in lovely Kansas City for the annual Gradient Summit, which is an opportunity for uh, different independent independent financial advisors that are supported through Gradient Financial Group to get together and share ideas. And there's a, a lot of great things that we uh, were picked up and be able to share with our clients. And and uh, taxes was definitely a hot topic. There was a uh, kind of a, a well-known uh, gentleman that's on the you know the TV a lot talking about taxes and he lives in DC and that's his life. And he did a great job kind of breaking down uh, some of the things that might be happening in the future. And some of that we'll get into and talk about here today. So it was it's good, but good to be back. And, you know, today we're going to keep it high level, you know, talking about a tax proposal, a tax plan, not the most exciting topic in the world sometimes. So we want to keep this high level and talk about some of the things that you should be aware of. Um, 
And if you think through this and look at, well, what might happen in the future with taxes? Most people are going to say, well, taxes are probably going to go up over time. That's a pretty safe bet. And kind of a, a, a tie along with this, I, Tony, I brought a visual for you. I like to do this every once in a while just for you because I know you, you love videos on our, or visuals on our podcasts here. Uh, but we actually, we did, just this week, we did a Roth conversion webinar. If you want to watch that, contact us and, and uh, we can talk a little bit further about that. But one of the things I shared in that was if you look back over time and look at the highest marginal tax bracket. So marginal means the next dollar of income that you have come into your tax bucket, what rate is that going to be taxed at? And if you look back historically, the, that highest rate has adjusted over time. You go back to World War One, right before that, things were pretty low, taxes were low. And then after the war, got to fund that somehow, taxes increased significantly. It went to from about uh, seven, eight percent up to almost 80 percent of that highest tax bracket just within a couple years. And then it drops back down, 30s, everything's are fine. And then World War One happens and you've got to fund that, taxes jump up. So there have been different things that have impacted that along the ways. But if you look at over the years, taxes have come down significantly from where they were at for decades. So arguably one of the lowest rates that we've had in history. And you add in, you know, trillions and trillions and trillions of stimulus money that's occurring. You got to pay for that somehow. So that's the high level lesson before we get into a lot of the details here is you cannot control that chart. You cannot control other than through your vote and your voice, uh, what happens with taxes. What you can do is control what you have coming in, what you have going out and how you play by the rules to minimize your taxes as much as possible. So we want to make you aware of what's going on out there and, um, really I want to emphasize as well that this is just a plan. It's a proposal at this point. Um, before it becomes law, it has to go through the House. It has to go through the Senate. And then President Biden could then sign off on it. So we don't know what's going to happen at this point. But there's a lot of moving parts to this. Probably the most significant component that we'll discuss here is the highest in marginal tax bracket, which is what I was just referring to. Um, up to this point, it's been 37%. But part of this proposal is to repeal those tax reductions that were put into place in 2017. And that would jump that back up to 39.6% for indi individuals for that highest tax bracket. So that's quite a, you know, that's quite a change, but also for corporations, it would jump from 21% to 28%. Wow. That's a huge jump. Uh, what does that mean though for the average person, Jeff? No, good, good question. I mean, for people, and this is going to be a recurring theme that is talked about in the proposal, people that have incomes $400,000 or more are, are going to see the most impact from that. And an example of this is itemized deductions that people are able to enjoy in many situations today. Those would be capped at a 28% marginal tax rate instead of the current, what would then be 39.6% marginal tax rate. So the rates would be tiered in such a way that people with incomes below 400,000 wouldn't face increases theoretically, but higher income earners would, would see an increase in their taxes from that by itself. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. And I've heard about that. And, you know, I'm sure the notion that incomes below 400,000 likely won't be impacted by a direct rate increase anyway, 
I'm sure that's a relief to a lot of listeners out there, but give us a little more information about what's going to happen to incomes that are north of 400000 Yeah, one of the big ones, uh, even the, the higher category, people that earn more than a million dollars a year, one of the things that's being proposed is that they would pay the same tax rate on investment income as they would on employment income. So currently, without getting into a lot of details, investment, the taxes that you pay on investment on investment gains generally are lower than what they are for your ordinary income taxes due on earnings coming in the door, your employment earnings. Uh, so that's a big one. Another what's called carried interest loophole, which is used by a lot of hedge funds is a, a word people love to say, what exactly is a hedge fund? Um, <laughs> but the, it's would close that loophole that a lot of them are able to use to pay lower capital gains rates on a lot of the, the growth that they see from their hedge funds. So uh, the, the message here, if it's not clear, is higher income earners are going to be carrying more of the tax burden going forward. Yeah, for sure. And uh, that's that's really interesting, especially about the hedge fund situation. And, you know, I think that's a good breakdown. It's important to understand this. So what does the Biden plan have to say about corporations? Well, we talked about the proposed uh, tax rate jump from 21 to 28 percent. But another thing they're looking at is to help. A, you know, block, if you will, profitable companies from avoiding taxes entirely. We always hear about that. This company made 14 gazillion dollars last year and they paid $3 in taxes. And how is yep. that? So the proposal is indicating that all corporations would be subject to a 15% alternative minimum tax on profits of $100 million or more. And you'd they'd be on the hook for the greater of that 15% AMT or the normal tax rate, whichever is larger. So additionally, the, the Biden plan would also, in essence, uh, pursue companies that export jobs overseas and, on the other hand, incentivize companies that are investing in things like infrastructure, you know, green energy, transportation, manufacturing, things that, that he's uh, been a big proponent of in his campaign and, and otherwise. So it would also boost taxes from uh, for, for something called global intangible low taxed income, which is a lovely mouthful. But uh, there's a lot of money to be made there that would basically double the taxes in that component as well. So, again, it's nearly impossible to predict what impact these changes are going to have on corporate stock valuations. But generally, it's not looked at as, as favorably. Um but if you want to, if you look at your own situation, which your the individual things we'll talk about in the, the show today are, are more important for most people. So if we switch gears and talk a little bit about some of the benefits for individuals and families, uh, there's some interesting things in here. There's a reworked uh, tax benefits package for working families that includes things like tax credits that are often refundable instead of simply being a tax deduction. So in other words, you can get money back as opposed to um, potentially not paying taxes. So there's a, a lot of benefits in there for lower and middle income workers. Well, and that's good to know. And it's good when I think that there's, you know, some benefits there for families and making sure that you have a tax strategy in place that's going to reflect all of this, all the options that are going to be available to you is uh, one of the best possible reasons to work with somebody like yourself, Jeff, a, a financial services professional. I mean, I'm not a tax preparer, but I do believe 
that the American tax system is an absolute mess, <laughs> basically, <laughs> nice way to put it, or a, a labyrinth. Uh, it's uh, it's complicated. So having a partner to help you through it is a smart play. You got to work with a CPA. You got to have a financial professional as well, a financial advisor like yourself, uh, right? Yeah, absolutely. We can help you to navigate this and again, control what you can control. And part of this is uh, done on the the financial side, the investments and what investment accounts are using and how you're investing your money, but also working with a good tax preparer or CPA as well to make sure you have uh, all your bases covered. Um, there's a, a couple other things that were in the proposal that focus on children where they would expand the eligibility for what's called the child independent care tax credit. And that would provide up to $8,000 in credits for certain expenses for low and middle income families. Now, currently the max for that credit is $3,000 and this would bump that up to $16,000 for multiple wow. dependent. So that's a big one. Another one, the child tax credit would be made completely refundable and increased from $2,000 to $3,000 for kids that are between the ages of 6 and 17. And for kids that are under age 6, that would actually increase it to $3,600. Wow. Well, that certainly sounds like some good news for listeners that have kids still at home. But uh, how about our favorite subject? Uh, retirement. What does the Biden plan I, have to say I, about that? Tony? I thought it was pizza. Oh, our favorite yes. subject. <laughs> I, gonna, I missed out on my opportunity to slip <laughs> a little pizza in there again. Yeah. Now, uh, one thing is um, that the Biden plan includes rules that would balance the tax benefits for contributions to 401ks and other retirement plans across the income spectrums. So depending on what ends up happening with the final proposal, uh, the what would the idea with this is if you're a higher income earner that you wouldn't receive the full tax benefit that you do right now. So if you're putting money into your 401k and you're at a marginal tax rate of 35%, that might bump that down to say 20% on the money that you're contributing to your 401k. So less of a tax benefit for higher income earners. Oh, okay. And I've heard the Biden plan also addresses some health insurance costs, and that's certainly going to be another area of interest for a lot of people out there. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, it calls for increased access to health insurance, and as written, the plan would also provide re refundable tax credits for insurance premiums that are really intended to limit family spending on premiums to a maximum of eight and a half percent of their income. In addition, the plan would also provide enhanced tax benefits for people that purchase long-term care insurance so that they're less likely to be on, you know, society's payroll later on down the road. So if mm. this version of the plan eventually gets signed into law, there'd be some tax benefits for long-term care insurance. And if that's the case, you want to evaluate your options at that point and see, does that, is that worth it? Is that tax benefit worth what I would be paying in order to get that long-term care coverage? Yeah. Well, and so far, it seems like the proposed plan anyway has a wide net. It's seeking to offer up some benefits to a variety of people out there. Um, but I know, you know, there's good and bad that comes with all of this, isn't there? There is. Yeah, there's some benefits in there for first time home buyers. Another one that's had a lot of uh, talk in the press is potentially some relief on student debt. 
Um, so it would provide more robust forgiveness rules, if you will. So currently loan forgiveness that has to be reported as income, but under the Biden plan, assistance that would forgive the balance of a loan uh, it might occur after 20 years and not have any income tax liability resulting from that. There are also some impacts on payroll taxes and estate taxes is, a, is another one that's getting attention where they would basically be rolling back the estate tax exemption uh, from what it's been for a number of years now and re basically reduce that by 50%. So that's a more of an impact for people that are, you know, pretty wealthy and, and are concerned about estate taxes that would be passed along. Right. And I think a first-time homebuyer credit would really provide a boost to younger Americans. In fact, anytime you talk about a tax credit, uh, that's so much better than a tax deduction with these increased child tax credits and the first-time homebuyer credit. Uh, those are very beneficial, aren't they? They are. Yes, definitely. So again, there's a lot of moving parts to this and it's all just a proposal at this point. It's going to get ironed out, but high level, it's it's rolling back a lot of the things that Trump had put into place. And um, some people like that, some people don't. So um, there's a, a lot of changes being uh, negotiated and talked about there as well. So you want to understand kind of the high level of what might come into play here for your personal situation, particularly if you're a higher income earner, being aware and starting to put some thought into what are we going to do about some of these things. So again, you, you want to work with a good financial professional that is looking at not just your investments and your income, but taxes are one of the biggest expenses for anyone listening to this, young or old or wherever you might be. Um, so understanding how this is going to impact you and again, what can you control? So encourage everyone listening to pick up the phone and give us a call and schedule a complimentary second opinion where we can sit down with you and walk you through our process. There's no cost for this other than the time that we spend together and we'll identify for you. Here are the opportunities for you. Here are the levers for you to pull in order to maximize what you have today, pay less in taxes over time, have the income that you need to get through retirement and have some peace of mind knowing that you have a good plan in place and that's being watched for you. So if you'd like that complimentary second opinion, give us a call. Our phone number is 651-842-8406. Again, 651-842-8406. And we look forward to meeting with you. Thank you. All right. Well, thanks, Jeff. Thank you. Because there's a lot here to dig into when it comes to the Biden tax plan. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk with our host, Jeff Foley. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. Jeff Foley and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.